Alright, all right. welcome back, welcome back. Another episode of Unball the Brothers. This is your host, KG. It's your boy, Phil. And we got two special guests with us uh, today. Gentlemen, want to introduce yourselves? Hey, my name is Jameer. Follow me on Instagram, jacket underscore man. Let's get it. I'm tired. Don't Rob? follow me. <laughs> <laughs> Tyrone like me when I was in my anti my anti uh, social face. Mm-hmm. Don't I'm kind of like that now though. I don't uh, like nobody. Niggas are Nah, future future solidified in this in that yes. last album. We uh, got a couple topics today. Uh, bettering yourself, uh, staying in your lane, and then we got a third topic that we picked out. Um, one of our followers that picked uh, picked out. So. And I'll present that later for everybody. But uh, first, how's everybody been? You know, welcome to the show, gentlemen. What's good, brother? What's good, man? Like, I've been chilling, bro. Like, <laughs> just trying to live life. All right, tell us a little bit about yourselves. Uh, you want to you go? You want to start, man? Start. Yeah, yeah, I go. Shit. Yeah, talk about yourselves, gentlemen. Let me get some officer. I'm thinking about the degree, you know? It's cooling. Right now, it's on the low ski. Damn, technical difficulties. <laughs> <laughs> like, uh, I've been a professional officer, you know what I'm saying? The killers of life is just cooling. I've been a regular nigga to stand out the way. I'm out of my business. Hope y'all didn't vote. Hope y'all did. All right, so I'll see you once again. I'm Jameer. Like, currently, I work for the United States Department of Defense right now. My position right now is an investigative assistant. I do background investigations when you get a job for government. Um, two two months ago, I just got my own crib. Like I've been working so hard to get to accomplish that goal. Now I got that I got it. Just chilling. Like now I'm just worried. Now I'm just worried about what's the next goal I want to accomplish. Like for real. Congratulations, congratulations. Uh, thank you, bro. Hey, yo. <laughs> so with that being said, we'll get right into it. First topic: bettering yourself. What do you guys think about how you better yourself? How do you maintain your purpose? Better, better myself. Well, you know, like I just got my own, I just got my own crib. So mm-hmm. the story of how I got my own crib and all that back in November of 2018, no, not not 2018, 2019. Mm-hmm. You know, I was in like a lot, I was in like a lot of debt. I was living at home with my mom. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I felt that I wasn't in the right place for me as a man. Right? Yeah. So I said to my, I said to myself, and I'm basically like, hey yo, like by the time I turn 25, I'm gonna be out of here. So what I started doing, what I started doing, I literally said to myself, I ain't going out. I ain't going to fuck with no girls. I'm just going to stay in myself. And I'm just going to try to stack bread. Mm-hmm. So really what I started doing, I, like we, we do overtime my job. I start, I literally started working 40 hours of extra overtime per pay period. Yeah. So 120 hours per pay period. When that, when they took away our overtime, then I started doing, Insta, I found Instacart gotcha. in May. Gotcha. So I was literally making a step. I was literally making a <coughs> stack a month from Instacart. So I was making two stack. I was making two stacks. We're doing extra stacks from making. Mm-hmm. We're doing overtime. I stack with doing Instacart. They mm-hmm. bought. They bought both of that shit back. I paid off one of my personal loans. I moved. I moved into my own crib. Okay. That's what's up. Um, I actually heard from another podcast I listened to where they um they said date as you level up because I think a lot of times as men we think. I have to have this yeah. before I level up. Yeah. And it's like, no, date as you level up, you know. So as I'm working towards a goal, I'm still doing it. And towards the later part of me getting, you know, spotting off, 
I was like, well, fuck it. I'm going to start dating again. And you see, because as a man, you feel like, oh, I don't have my own. Yeah. So that doesn't make me man enough. But the thing yeah. is, if you have a legitimate <clears throat> plan in action, that's more matching than a lot of these other guys. Because this guy's a little that mother. And it's like, what are you planning on? Shit, I don't know. I'm going to smoke this blunt, play this 2K, and et cetera, et cetera. <laughs> you know? And see, that's the thing with me, right? It's like, I currently, you know what I'm saying? Living with my mom, shout out my mom because I feel I see her looking right now. She's looking at the live, but you know, like I granted, although I'm with her, it's like I'm still in my business. You know what I'm saying I'm not, you know, in the streets or you know acting crazy. You know what I'm saying? Granted, it's COVID, so you're not really gonna be doing much. But I mean, granted, again, COVID doesn't stop the, the sneaky links, but. You know what I mean? I'm still focused on what I got to do. Well, you can't get COVID on your dick. <laughs> exactly. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, I'm, I'm going to still do my thing, but, you know, I'm I'm, I'm staying focused and, and not, you know, <clears throat> putting myself in situations where I could really not thrive. You know what I'm saying? So Yeah. No, no, I feel you on that. I, um, I, I, develop a, I develop a plan after I got out of my last relationship. I just developed a plan on just working and grinding for myself. Cause I got to the point where I understood I could be at home playing video games, but if I'm not actually doing no achieving on the game, I might as well just make money going to work, you know? So I just started developing plan to save and save and stack and stack. And we talked about it in one of our earlier episodes about financial literacy. I'm like, oh, if you put a hundred dollars paycheck away at the end of the year, you have $2,600. I'm like, yo, that's my vacation money. You're not going to miss a hundred dollars from your paycheck. If you're missing a hundred dollars from your paycheck, get a job that pays you more. You know, <laughs> more yeah. work, work more hours. You, you got to You got to You got to re, uh, reassess that one. Did you scare him, bro? Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> but no, that was working. So obviously, you know, that was saving up for her to move out. But some shit happened. So I mean, you know, I'm gonna bounce back. <clears throat> but yeah, I'm leveled up soon though. It's coming. I'm definitely saying you gotta save. You gotta like, like you know, congrats on getting your place. You know what I'm saying? Nothing wrong, wrong with long as you were saving. Yeah. Like, towards, towards a goal. Yeah. That's niggas doing because the bitch ass shit happened for real. But I mean, you know, be back real soon. But I was definitely doing that. And then wrong with that. As long as you were playing to like, like you said, level up and get some shit done that you want to get done. Mm-hmm. When did y'all decide to uh, better yourselves? I can give you an example. Like, I, I decided <clears throat> for me, like after I think after my last I guess relationship, um, I really had to assess like what I was doing right. Um, I I started talking to someone else right, and I liked her a lot, but for me it was like I was still in a place where I was thinking about everything but me, right? I think when. Her and I kind of like <clears throat> had that split or whatever. Mm-hmm. I really decided then I was like, bro, like you kind of sad, like you you sad that you know what I'm saying. Y'all y'all have this little split going on. You gotta really like figure out what are you about. You know what I'm saying, who are you? you know what I'm saying because I had a point where I think I kind of got lost in in all the chaos, you know from. The chaos of my last, how my last, like my last relationship ended, dealing with someone else afterwards, then everything going up to that point, I was mad. I was just like, yo, like, I never got the time to really think 
for myself and about myself, how to really better myself. Like everything came kind of naturally easy for me. So it was like, yo, like this is the time now. Um, I think in my case, one of my homies sent me a video um, about Steph's Cole. And he was talking about, you know, how to better yourself and how you navigate in the world. And I was like, yo, like this is deep. Like I like this red pill philosophy. He's from the DMV, isn't he? Nah, nah, he's from Milwaukee. Nah. But for me, it's like, bro, like I really took that for what it was and was like, yo, I'm just gonna level up. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I went from literally making like <laughs> 60 grand a year to now I'm making six figures, right? Because after I spent my two years at that last job, <clears throat> I did a contract to hire. So the contract it was like six months. I was making like 85. But then once they uh, decided to take me off full time, like it was like, yo, we gonna give you this. I'm like, dang, like this all happened because I made up in my mind that I was gonna improve and not be stuck. You know what I'm saying? And not think about my past situations. Like I really had to let a lot of things go. Like I used to be real sensitive when it came to like my 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 my, fr- my fraternity, like you know, Lion Brothers, Neos, um, just my my whole org in general. You know what I'm saying? People that know me in general, I've always been like that, that real sensitive type. Yeah. But like I had to pretty much kill my emotions. I had to be more logical in how I move and how I navigate. And so I pretty much kind of just pulled back from everything just to reassess and, and grow from there. Like, and all, all I can say is, man, it's, it's been a hell of a journey. Um, and it's it's amazing, bro. Like I, I feel like I've accomplished so much. I just feel like I'm at the top of the world. I feel and, immortal. And going to, and going from my journey too, like before I actually started the journey back in the back in November, like we have there's a chat with my line brothers and there's a chat with my neos. I left that chat. Yeah. I wanted to be more to I wanted to be more to myself. I felt like it was a distraction. Mm-hmm. So as I was going through, like like you're my like you know you're my dean and all that. Like you told me you you told me about the red pill. The red pill philosophy, step is cold. Actually, accepting the alpha mentality instead of being beta, instead of being beta. Mm-hmm. So it wasn't just that I needed to get my own credit. I wanted to change everything about me in a sense. I wanted yeah. to change my wardrobe. I wanted to change. I wanted to become a sneakerhead, get and change my shoe game. Yeah. I wanted to improve my charisma. And apparently, I still need to improve my charisma. And that's okay. I mean, because yeah. you know that you you know that that's a, a hole in your game. So you yeah. just got to improve. This whole thing is about literally improving every facet of your existence. It's a marathon. It's not a race. It's a marathon. It's a marathon. marathon. With uh, me, I got out of a bad relationship and I just immediately just started hitting the gym hard. Mm -hmm. I I hit the gym heavy. And... I went from I actually dropped a shirt size, you know, so it felt it felt good. And it took one of my my workout partner, um, B. He said when we were working out one day, he was like, "Yo, you got to buy a smaller shirt, yo." You're like, "Your shirt? Like, you remember that that late '90s, early 2000s when we had the six XT era shirt, bro? That's how, <laughs> yo, that's how a two X started to fit on me. And I was, and he was like, "Yo, you gotta." And then I was like, "What are you talking about? Like, this shirt fits fine." And he took a picture of me. And it was a 2X, but this shit just felt so large on me. And I was like, yo, this feels good. And then there was, I, I took some pictures with my family. And it was like, oh, you can fit into a skinny build button up. 
And it was like, yo, you're actually at the maximum for the skinny build, which makes me feel good. Yeah, like, yeah. yo, you lost weight, yeah. you know? So my shape has changed. My weight fluctuates, but I know that my shape has changed. And I still, to this day, when I go into my security job, I get credit, like, from nurses I, I, I've never even spoken to. Like, yo, you look like you lost weight. Like, your pants are sagging, and it's and it's a good sag, not that, you know, not <laughs> sag. It's, my belt is on, but if I have too many things in my pocket, you and see it. Get, yeah, my pants actually start to sag off the side. I'll focus on that. I've always been money hungry. My grandmother has always said, she's like, yo, you're just like your father. You will always have Man, a job. My father was a hustler, bro. Like, yo, <laughs> my father was a hustler, bro. Like, she was like, yo, you, you will, you're just like your father. You always have a job. And she, she said, I never know when to call you because you're always at work. You're always doing something, you know? But the thing is, when you when we have a family function, you, you make time for it. But I, I just got to just working on me, just stacking, 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 learning to cook, cooking better for myself, all of that. And it just became it became natural for me. And yo, my mom funny because like for me, it was like if I went too long without talking to my mother, I swear to God, she would send me a text and be like, if you don't respond to me in so and so amount of time. I'm gonna call the police. Like she used to do that all the time. Yeah, and I used to be like, yo, like after that, my freshman year, like I lived in Red, I lived in the Reddish Tower. Yeah. And I left my phone in my car like overnight. My mother called good followers. Yeah, what's good? Hey, what's good, y'all? Like, um, I left my phone in my car like overnight. And my mother, I guess my mother called it while I was taking a shower, right? Yeah. Yeah. I hear the police like knock like on the back, <laughs> like start banging on the back <laughs> door, like asking, Jamil, Jamil. I was like, I'm so fucking worried because my roommate sold wheat brownies out of my fucking room. Yeah. So it's just like, damn, like, am I about to go to jail today? Like, fuck. Yo, don't, don't, Yo. don't expose the plugs. Yeah, I mean, we had, <laughs> we had, uh, because there's another security job that popped up this time of year for me. And I would go there. My sister, here's the thing my mother and I lived together. I would see her less than 10 minutes of the day. Yeah. During, during this certain time period, as it approaches Christmas season, one of my jobs. And my sister was like, how do you know what you know what's going on with mom here? She doesn't know. Y'all, she said y'all better speak. Because I would go to work overnight. Mm-hmm. I would leave one security job, go to another security job mm-hmm. through the morning, work there for a couple hours, come home, get maybe two, three hours of sleep, shower for an hour, and then I'm back out again. Mm-hmm. So I would be gone before my mother woke up, and I would be asleep. Before she got back in. That's how I was working in the jail. I was working 16-hour shifts. Working in D.C. So, like, I get off at midnight, get home at 1. Got a shower and shit up around 5, 5.30 because D.C. traffic. This the hustle nice. right here. Tyrone. Yeah, yo. Yeah, man. Like, Tyrone, show your face, yo. You just look yeah, like you just yeah. be working. Yeah. <laughs> All the time. Yeah. Time, <laughs> yeah. Look, yo. I mean, nah, for real, though. Like, these were 16-hour shifts going back and forth to D.C. and Maryland. Mm-hmm. I ain't seen my like that either for a even for my dad, I was working two jobs, bro. Working in the gym, working another job, bro. But I mean, like, you know, you gotta go get it, though. Can't get that money. Yeah, yeah, but, like, bro. don't let the money make you, though. Yeah, yeah, you. Ever since I turned, ever since I had, ever since, since I was 16, I always had a job. I never had any lapses in employment whatsoever. My mother was just like, yo, you gonna work. Because, <laughs> yo, you work, work, work can get fun, though, yeah. yeah like, it get fun, but I'm saying, yeah. like, yo, don't let the money make you go. Like, like, it's like a lot of goofy niggas get lost in that money shit. Make sure I buy designer shit, buy shit that's not done. I I I mm-hmm. never forget. I worked at Hopkins, 
and I would see niggas buy expensive cars. And I'm like, yo, I seen our pictures. Like, you have to work an excess amount of overtime. And that shit, that should be repo by next month. Yeah, yeah. 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 time away, man. Especially that's called gone, bro. Facts. Niggas will save all their money up and buy a pair of Balenciagas, spend like $1,200 for a pair of Balenciagas, bro. Like, shit dumb, bro. Bro, listen, at the jail, yo, that's what niggas were doing. And the COVID hit the car all the overtime. The jail, we had so many, had so many cars. This lot, this lot. Yeah, that shit was gone. I look at it like this for the guys who really, you know, a lot of guys that do buy that stuff, you know what I'm saying? They they do it mainly because they trying to get that look from a woman. Yeah, I, I I keep it, I keep it like this, like, as long as you have yourself together, like, you know what I'm saying? You know, you have your crib, you have your car, whatever. Like, if you have, as long as you have the bare necessities, you're going to be, <laughs> what's so funny? Yeah, you know, I, tell you, I tell you. You're going to be fine <laughs> yeah, because... Like, you got a lot of guys and, who and really and the words about passing. Chase a check. Never chase a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> and let the church say she belongs to the streets. <laughs> but now what I was saying like, like if you chase a check, right, and you and you and you look good for yourself. Because like I said, a lot of guys tend to try to look good for the shorty. Yeah. It's like as long as you look for good for yourself and you stay in the gym, like that's another thing too. You stay in the gym, right? You can wear regular clothes and make and it look fire, yeah, son. Yeah, like, like you don't have to always have a chain. You don't have to always. You don't have to have a you know Gucci or Louis. Gucci, you don't have to have none of that, bro. You like be, you don't got to be wearing. Like, I don't own anything Gucci. Like, like, I don't. I look. I don't have it, bro. I'm not. Bro, I'm not about to fake it. You know what I'm saying? Listen, listen. If you don't like me, cause like I'm. I'm my face or like who my personality or whatever that's, that's on you yeah. you know what i'm saying that has nothing to do with me yeah. it's a personal yeah. problem bro listen i'm not gonna lie yo. i got some good tiaga shit but listen <laughs> i'm finessing ass nigga you know why <laughs> you stole them jumps <laughs> i didn't steal it i got 30 percent off but listen yo i don't pay full price for shit place you for nine dollars you know what i'm saying i may pay a cool five and six i'll lie i get niggas a sob story get free shit man 30 percent off Oh, you trash. That's how you finesse. <laughs> nah, he, like, that's how you finesse, yo. Cause look, yo, they ain't turning off through that three hours, nigga. I will, but they won't. <laughs> now, me, I'm, me personally, I've always been the type of nigga like when I was going to college, like I remember after I crossed, they were like, Oh, you always gotta look good on campus. You always gotta like it's about our image at the end of the day, like Sigma and all that. I always went to campus with a pair of, with sweatpants and a hoodie. And if I was going to work, I was wearing jeans and a T Mobile shirt. Yeah, I feel like the only time I ever dressed up yeah, was like I never my dressed Mondays. Up. I never dressed up when I went to campus. Like, my Mondays the only I'll, time. I'll go natural on purpose because, and I'll correlate it to the law of supply and demand. Yeah. What's the, if you were buying cereal, what's going to be the most expensive cereal in the house? Like the, like the, the brands. No, I mean like what specific brands? Like the Kakashi, you know, like that organic shit and all Let's pray for your childhood if your parents fed you organic cereals. Yeah, right. <laughs> like, I mean, hey, like, yo, I was gonna say Cheerios. So the thing is, it's expensive because it's high in supply, correct? You know, uh, high in demand. So, here's the thought process I would have in college you would see me all natural all the time, and then just out of nowhere, I would show up, fresh haircut. Fresh everything. Don't treat you. you sometimes you got to treat your 200th day of school like your first day of school. You remember your first day of school when you came dressed yeah, up or not? Yeah, yeah. Just pop out of nowhere, dress the fuck up in the middle of anything, Back. and watch how people like, yo, who the fuck is this? Yeah, that's literally what happens, bro. So, and it's, I mean, it's it's almost like a science to better yourself. 
me and my homeboys, when I was at a community college, we used to sit around the corner from uh, the cafeteria. We would get up and walk as a group to the cafeteria, come back, sit back down. Now a lot of girls be like, yo, I've never seen these guys before. They would come over there. They would end up sitting down or whatnot. And then now all of a sudden we got them, you know, and we worked on the system, but it was some days we dressed up, some days we didn't. But because they saw how natural we were, how authentic, authentic we were and whatnot, yeah. that was in a sense better than ourselves, yeah. you know. Yeah. So, yes, we would always say, yo, keep getting money, keep making money. And then when you have conversations with people, how are your conversations? I, I, I spoke with a coworker about doing a, a partner before, and she said, and she said that um, I want you to join because the way you speak about money is different. You're not, oh, I'm struggling here, I'm struggling here. You're always saying, I can make more money doing this. You know what? Yeah. I understand I work six, I, 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 I taught today and I got an eight hour shift at work, but I can use the last two hours going to the midnight to go to a bar and you lift for those two hours. And, and I can use that money as yeah. extra money. Yeah. I know? used to do Uber, bro. Like when I was uh, working at, what was it? Is it Ethan Allen? Is the little furniture job? Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Bro, I, I used that. to Uber too. So like I was, I was really, Hustling and grinding just to stay like, yo, I did, safe. I did <laughs> shit. I did Uber, Lyft, Grubhub. <laughs> like, what, what, what's the other shit? What's the other shit? I did DoorDash. And now I'll do Insta- now I'll do Instacart. Like now I just pick up groceries all day. Right? Hey, so, man, as long as you get the paycheck yeah, as, like, as well as your full time gig, you straight. As we close out, uh, for bettering yourself, the big thing we want to say with that is uh, focus on your financials. You know, when it comes to looks and all that, we understand every guy goes through a rough moment. Every but, guy. But every now and again, clean yourself up. Clean yourself up and watch how people respond with bettering yourself. You know, of course, we talked about on a previous uh, early episode, I uh, reiterated about buying different colognes, buying different deodorants, all that type of stuff. Make yourself smell good because if you've ever had a girlfriend or been over a woman's house and used her products. Oh, it's scented from the heavens. Y'all remember them Earl Essence commercials where she's in the shower? Y'all remember the Earl Essence commercials? They on Do Not Disturb. Are they calling me? Oh, they're trying to they call like Y'all remember the Herbal Essence commercials? It was a woman having an orgasm pretty much in the shower and it's sent from the heavens and it's smell and this, that, and third. Yeah. And caresses your body. You know what niggas have? Soap. Wash your ass. <laughs> that's that's how you sell shit for niggas. Oh, soap, wash your ass. It smells like Irish Spring. I don't know what the fuck Irish Spring smell like. I just want to know. I want to get dirt off me. This, that, and third. Yeah. But bettering yourself is pretty much, gentlemen, focusing on yourself. Don't do shit for the bitches. I'm not yeah, going yes. to get a car yes. for so oh, yes. you gotta do the shit for the bitches, nah, like. Okay, all right, all right, all right, fellas. Uh, we we going too yeah, yeah, yeah. going too hard. Don't, don't call them, don't call them bitches, bro. Like you know, don't, don't do it. Y'all going too hard. Y'all going too hard. But but back to the back to what I was saying, like back to what he was saying though, as far as like fragrances, fellas, you gotta know where to apply your colognes too. Yeah. Because a lot of guys, they just it's yeah, like shower, like, that's too much. Yeah, that's it's too like, much, it's bro. Like on the neck, behind the you ears, and all that. Neck, anything you know, put a little, put a little Vaseline behind the ear. You know what I'm saying? And, yeah, like, you know, rub a little nice, bit. Yeah, that nice like oil, it just it sticks. Behind, like when they hug you and all, they get that nice wet. Like, yeah, bro. Right. Like, 
moving on, moving on. Stand in your lane. Oh, this is a oh, good topic. Man. This is who, who wants to take the charge with how to stay in your lane? Just about staying in your lane. Please call me. Please um, call me about staying in your lane. Let, let me, let me start with we got five lane. minutes on here, then we'll take a quick break and then we'll come back with it. But stand in your lane. How you gotta stay. So you need like like in general, like work life, real no, life, and all and all facets. So I mean stand in your lane, right? Like for example, I was on law enforcement, so you know this shit corrupt anyway. But you gotta stay in your lane, yo. I mean real because look, the police yeah. corrupt, corrections corrupt, all that corrupt, right? So you gotta stay in your lane, people will set you up, yeah. Set you up to kill you, do you dirty, get you robbed, get you end up your family, end up all that. Yeah. Like at work, yo, my 16 hours, I say, damn, you an asshole, you don't speak. I say good yeah. morning. Keep moving, yo. Yeah. They say, man, what you doing for us, Jones? Fuck with you like that, Charlie. That I, don't cool. like, I don't like y'all. What kind of car you got? Kind of car for what? Yeah, you keep bringing contraband. Some kind of car I got, yo. Look what yeah. kind of car I got. Nah, man, where I stay, you stay in your lane, yo. You go there do your job. You need socialize hand there. Yeah. Then go home. Get your paycheck and go home, right? Yeah. And up to the real world, like, like y'all my guys, yo. So it's like you feel me. You gotta be willing to like be willing to get in trouble for like your true homies, yo. Like for y'all, you know what I'm saying? Something going on, you know what I'm saying? We gotta handle it. Yeah. Cause like it's your true friends. You got your friends, like your frat brothers, yo. I don't have a friend like that. Some of y'all, some of y'all. Associates. Yeah, yeah it's more so associates. Yeah, because like staying in lane, like imagine if it's a real guy and you got a slice online, you do with some people. Other people you don't, yo. The same lane in the street, yo, is mind your business. Ain't gonna yeah. do with you. And I'm yeah. with you. Yeah. Look, like, for example, all these practice are dying, right? Yeah. They're not staying in lane. Like RIP the King Vaughn, right? They showed the video of what happened. The nigga he attacked was in his lane. They had his mask come out nowhere in the shot show. Yeah. The King Vaughn was staying in his lane and like they hit it, he might not. Exactly. But you gotta stay in your lane and all that stuff. Mind yours, worry about yours, and mind yours at the same time. Like, so going to me and all that, like, just like staying in your lane and all that, mm-hmm. you can't worry about the stuff you can't control. When you worry about the stuff you can't control, what well, you start to become depressed, you start to get anxiety. You really, you can really fuck up your mental health mm-hmm. by worrying about other people and the shit that you can't control. Like, mind you, let me tell you, let me tell you a story. Like, this is from the aspect of dealing with a woman. Uh, a month ago, I, I took a girl out. I took a woman out on a date, and you know, we had like we had it off. Like, she she went back to my <laughs> she went back to my crib and all that. Like, you hit that raw. Hey, uh, like, Did you hit it wrong? Did you hit it wrong? Yeah, yeah. During COVID, you hit it wrong. Like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not asking the question. <laughs> so, so, so he like, he hit that wrong, guys. Yeah, so like, and you know, like I took, and you know, so all right, the secret's out now. So I take her, I take her home. The next morning, mm-hmm. and I'm thinking, and I'm thinking, like everything's all cool with Danny. Like she's actually a cool chick. I, I actually want to do stuff with her and all that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like go out on, like go out on days. I actually thought she was a cool chick. Like I actually thought she was cool to vibe with. You liked her? Yeah, like yeah, I liked her. Yeah, so, I, so at least you admit it, yo. yeah. Yeah, it's yeah, cool. Yeah, it's cool. It's okay. Look, it's okay to have feelings. It's yeah. okay to have feelings, man. But society says that it's not okay to show feelings. Just think about that. Listen, it's okay to have them, Joe. But um, you have a heart, bro. Just don't, but, just don't. But like, sweet. so like a week, so like a week later, like I hit Shorty up, asked him if she want to hang out again. She, she said she, she said she's busy. A week, the week after, I, I waited a week afterwards. 
She says she's busy again. Then Shorty, like, so I start to pull back a little bit. Shorty, like, she started watching all my stories. She actually liked my picture. Yeah, you should have did that earlier. She probably on live right now. Yeah. I mean, Is she on live? No, she's on live. Yeah, she's on live, <laughs> She's not alive, but like, you know, she liked my picture and all that. Like, I hit her up again, asking if she like, now she just, and now she just didn't respond to my shit. So it's just like, um, so it's just like, I'm going to tell you that, though. Yeah, we, I mean, we all are yeah, at a certain like, point, but the thing is, we learn. But it's like, I was See, getting a bunch of anxiety thinking about what is she doing? Is she fucking with? But it's like, the red pill in me, like, the nigga that understands female nature just says, Jameer, stay in your lane. Stay in your lane. She's either messing with another nigga. Or she's just not interested in you anymore. Or she could be super, super busy, busy. guys. Or she could be, but that's like a one percent chance. It's, yeah, it's, it's, or she could just be super, super busy. It, it's COVID, you know what I'm saying? She probably she might be on social distance now. But she know. yeah, she could be social distancing. Yeah, but you know she. You, but you she know, wasn't like, when y'all had sex. Yeah, <laughs> I, so you know. Gotcha. So it's just like, all right. So now I have to separate myself from the situation. Yeah. You got a minute left before it, it cuts. And then we're going to go to the, we gonna yeah. do a break. Yeah. All right. Yeah, so I can't worry about what she – I have to chalk it up to the game. <laughs> and listen, that's it, bro. Like, Listen, yo, you take your L and keep it moving. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Listen, it's going to be her loss, though. At the same time, though, she'll be back, though. Is she, is she a good one or a real one? She'll be back. They, Bro, I, I leave it like this. They always come back. And I'm not saying that to be like egotistical or nothing like that, but it's more so like as long as you are focused on you and you're improving in every aspect of your life. It's 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 just like yo, like that that tingly her spider sense is gonna go off. She's gonna hit you up. It may be it may be it may be next year. It could be two years from now, but she'll be back. It could be next week. But the fact is, because you're improving and you no longer stressing it. Show you that. Universe gives it to you. Hey, we'll be back. Hold on. All right, we're back. We're back. This is KG. It's your boy Phil. For another episode of Unbothered Brothers, we got Jameer and Tyrone. Mm-hmm. Oh, mm-hmm. Shot guy, Tyrone. <coughs> All right. We were talking about standing in lane, and Jameer was telling us about a situation with him and a young lady. And uh, <laughs> now, now, because there was something that I wrote down that made me uh, think about it. How we were saying, yo, they, they will come back. If you're a good guy, they'll come back. Uh, yeah. I was talking to my friend uh, Crystal, who was on a couple episodes ago, and she was saying women typically, I call it the deep freezer theory. Yeah. Think about your parents, and you ever go into a deep freezer, y'all got ribs there, and you're like, well, when are we eating ribs? Yeah. Whenever they're ready to pull them out of the freezer. Correct. So they see good men. The difference is men are burn bridges with good women, but women won't burn bridges with good men. Not because either. now they, they figure I can always – when I'm used and abused by this guy, I can always That's come back. Yeah. Yeah. I can pull him out. This guy's telling me, hey, I'm ready now. He just going to be Nigga like my way. here with the flowers, the chocolates. Like, what's up? Yeah, like, shit, my, shit. <laughs> my ex-girlfriend, after two and a half years, like, she's hitting my phone now. Like, she's starting to hit the wall. Please don't tell me this. Don't tell me this. Huh? Which one? I give you a hundred dollars. I give you a hundred dollars. It's not her. I give you. I give you a hundred dollars. You drop her name in the chat. It's not her. I give you a hundred dollars. Drop her name right now on the live. It's not her. I give you a hundred dollars. No, it's not her. I give you a thousand. It's not her. It's sad because, like how you say, you know, it's not wrong with men having emotions, et cetera, et cetera. Touching that later, but 
the standing um standing lane portion is fucked up because I've come up with the, the, the thought that you either what was it be a die hero or live long enough to be a villain. Be a villain. <laughs> You're either gonna be a dickhead and they like you, or you can be a good guy and they're gonna abuse you. Yeah. yeah now there's a there's yeah. a small percentage that where you're gonna find a good woman, but now the the eighty twenty rule eighty percent of women want twenty percent of guys. It's gonna end up becoming ninety ten. Can I can I preach real quick? Though? Go ahead. Go ahead. Bro, so look, like my happiest times of life, bro, was like when I was uh, dating my ex, like two years in the church. I remember, I, remember I was online. Yeah. That's your happiest time. Fuck yeah, life is good. You loved her. Fuck yeah, niggas had hair. Life was good. Niggas had good Niggas that good great, yo. My mother was like, you had the one, you let her go. She can come get down to that show. But I'm being for real, yo, because I was like, this is a good guy. And I kind of fucked up. And then now I'm just a dickhead. I ain't gonna lie, yo. I really don't care if you think. I mean you should think. Because if we're being honest, like there is such thing as too nice. Nice yeah. guys do finish less. But like, it's, it's like nah, nice, nice guys don't finish at all. Yeah, I mean, no, they don't finish at all. But it's like, it's like, no, like they, they only finish, they just finish last. Like, nah, they don't nah, finish. They don't, they don't yeah, finish. Like, <laughs> nice, but listen, yo, that's like my extra. Like, I was like, when we broke up for real, like, I was being too, too nice. The niggas came hot lips and came a dickhead. It worked to an extent, but at the same time, I felt kind of guilty because you playing and hurting. Like, I was hurting people, yo. It, you was it, playing a exactly, role. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like, you know what I'm saying? Imagine, like, it's like you dragging your, you dragging your nuts heavy on the bra. This bra like you, you know what I'm saying? You, you might be broad dogging her for us. She might be on some big wild shit. Yeah. And you drag your nuts on her for real. And you, as, as humans, we have emotions. You feel guilty. I'm like, damn, I'm really dogging this, bro. Yeah. I, I, no, I, I just touch on what you say. Make sure y'all follow the Unbothered bro, uh, Brothers podcast on IG page. Yeah, just touch, Brothers. Make sure follow. Just to touch on what you said, yo. It's like, yo, you feel bad. Just like, yo, why would I want to be a dickhead just to get a woman to like me? Yeah. Yeah. You know, but continue. Nah, I, I, I turn to dickhead just like because. At some point, you don't give a fuck no more. It's like you keep, you know what I'm saying? Like, we all heavy good brothers, yo. But like, you keep being good and good and good and being yourself. Yeah. You get fucked over. It's like, damn, you, you still mean yourself as an asshole, but you don't give yeah. a fuck. You know what happened to me? I'm going I'm to be honest with you. I became numb. So, like, dealing with so many different, like, damn, I'm trying. I'm, I feel like I'm exposing myself. But dealing with so many different. Yeah, shit, man. I just, dealing I'm with so, so many different people. Here already, bro. Like, dealing with so many different, you know what I'm saying, women and, and talking and trying to, you know, figure out where home is, per se. It's like, bro, like, I just became so numb, bro. Because once you understand the science, they all start to, I want to say they're all the same. But they all exhibit the same characteristics. So as soon as you see that 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 characteristic, that one character, you're like, oh yeah, I'm out. You know, I don't I don't care. Like, and this isn't even coming from a hurt place. It's just more so like, bro, like, I'm done. I just don't care anymore. I I feel nothing at all. Um, and it's just funny to me now because now it's like I, I won't even hold you. I won't even hold you. Like I I. I've been hurt by some women, you know what I'm saying? But I've hurt a lot, you know what I'm saying? And maybe it's karma. Who knows? That's what I believe, yo. I believe it could that. be karma. Okay. But not it. I got hurt first, though, you know what I'm saying? I, yeah. I'm going to put that out there. I got hurt first, and then I was hurting others. But but nah, it's just like... That karma's real. I ain't going to lie, <laughs> That karma's real. Cause look, that's why a lot of times when shit can be fail, yo, when shit happened, I'm like, damn, yo, God, we sent this shit to niggas. It's like you played this broad, bro, bad. She was crying, crying to me, nigga. It's your turn. 
That's why a lot of karma yeah. I take you like you like like what's going on now, yeah. yo. I take four months, I take it like head yeah. over. Yeah, it's karma. You're like, wow, they deserve it at the same time. It's, I, I tell you from an older brother's point of view, my standstill when it comes to standing in my lane is I joke with women. I'm like, yo, I'm Manu Ginobili. You know, I'm Steve Kerr. I'm sixth man of the year. I'm boyfriend <laughs> number two. <laughs> and I, I, I put it out there. I'll put it out there jokingly, and it's like, it's Nick Foles, right? He's a Nick Foles. Exactly. Nick Foles. You need a Super Bowl? I got you. You know? See, yeah. I ain't going to hold you. Word, word to life, bro. I'm selfish. When it comes to, I'm selfish when it comes to my women. I am not going to hold you. I am selfish as fuck. I have to be the number one option. If I'm not number one, I don't know. I don't know. No, like, no, I, I get what you're saying, but what I'm saying is like, if I'm, if once I realize, if I realize she's with fuck shit, then it's like, you you're, gonna, gonna you're, you're gonna lose access. Yeah. I think as we date, when we talk yeah. about standing in our lane, we give them so much access to us. But my thing is, the second she starts to slip up, I cut this avenue off. I cut yeah. that avenue yeah. off. And yeah. now it's just, okay, well, you wanna go out here and, and do you with other dudes, understand, I'm only gonna be here for sex. Yeah. Oh, well, what about, can I come with you and your friends? That's, that's the really? biggest thing, though. Yo, ah. listen, a bro would get mad. A bro, listen, a bro would try to dog you and drag on you, right? Yeah. They hang with so and so, and they blow them off. Oh, what's up? What you doing? Like, nah, stay, nah. You know, I'm trying to come me now because you feel me. You're, you're yeah. playing A. Nigga, I ain't just playing yeah. B, nigga. I'm, yeah. I'm be playing. Look, this is, yeah. I'm playing A and that. Yeah. Oh, nah. What, what I mean sure. is, I, I, I'm not looking for a promotion. I'm Joe Sorge. I will back up Peyton Manning his entire career, collect my Super Bowl rings, and when it's time to start, uh, you know what? I'm going to retire. Yeah, it's just I'm like, retiring from this thing, right? And as soon as she expect the cup, it's yeah. like I'm out. She's already like, yeah. Because yo, I, I literally, I like when it comes to playing my role or staying in my lane when I'm going, I fuck woman. And as I'm getting dressed, yeah, you should do this for your boyfriend. You should do that for your man. Oh, you cold, bro. Yeah, and, and for bro, and with me, like, um, you say rap, huh? <laughs> you say rap. You, you know, cold, bro. Past, past the future, <laughs> past the future, <laughs> and, with, and with me, like. With me personally, like, um, where it's like I'm the second choice, right? Right. You know, it's obvious. Like, I want more from, I want more from a from a chick, but she only want me to be friends until like the nigga she really want get fucked yeah. over. So I got yeah. so it's like, or, or she wants she, she, she wants yeah. yeah, like, um, but do you send money on your? So if you know, if you already know your options, no, I do not send money. No, I never. So are you wrong for not sending money? Though? No, you're no, not. You're not, not wrong. Wrong. They were definitely not wrong. They were crucified. Why he sent me out for a date? It's like number two. You know it, yeah, bro, yeah, it's, bro. It's like, don't, you don't know. You don't know by now. You're supposed to apply pressure. Yeah, you're supposed to prove why your number. You're supposed to prove why you should you're, be number you're one. You're supposed to apply pressure and harass them. Yeah. So they, so they get the fuck with you. You're number right. five, the women, but you gotta. They want. they want you to apply pressure. You gotta show that you want. Call harassing. If that nigga's hitting, I don't know. I'm being real. I'm saying, imagine like you know what I'm saying. Talking about young fucking two different niggas, bro. Let me keep up. Y'all don't want no smoke, man. I don't. Nah, if I if I don't like her like that and she she mess with other dudes, I don't give a fuck. Yeah. I I I'm gonna fit you in where I fit my, you. My, my thing is this: I don't ask questions. I don't. Men don't ask unanswerable. Yeah, questions. yeah. I don't ask how yeah. many other niggas you deal with. Me, nope. I've had women ask me how many other women are you dealing with, and, and where, I tell where the truth. Do I fit? Where do I fit? Yeah, I, I tell the truth. truth. It's a track meet. You're about third in line. You got two women ahead of you right now, but yeah. you can make up that pace, baby girl. Keep going, keep going. <laughs> yeah, Look, I've, I've been on lunch dates where like a jump literally be like, "Yo, like be honest, am I the only jump you dealing with?" I'd be like, and the first thing I ask is, I, I, I'd be like, "Do you really want to know the truth?" Because I'm I'm ready to give it to you, but do you really want to know? They'd be like, "Yeah, I want the truth." All right, you know, you, uh, I got five ahead of you. you know what I'm saying. 
Yeah, and I give her that choice to stay or not. To stay or not. So, yeah, so, I ask questions. I like the raw dog. So, so his so his <laughs> story, like going back to like me being the second choice and all that. Yeah. After, so like one day I took her to the grocery store. Like she was crying. She was, she, t- she texted me. I need a big hug and all that. Well, I'm on the way to the grocery store, right? She my told me, "My, my dick needs to Like she was going, she was going like, I, I mean, she was, she was telling me I was planning on wanting to get back to get on my ex. She's in the reason. I was, this is the reason why I'm so upset. I was planning on getting back there with him, but he got a girl pregnant, so I can't get back together. But I can't get back there with him. So you know what? I on the way to the grocery store and at the grocery store, I made fun of her. I joked about it. I laughed about it. And then afterwards, I posted. It. She would have to leave my car. Like, yeah, yeah, and you know, and you know exactly. I would have driven on the side. You know, you know exactly what joint like. Yeah. Don't cry to me. Help you out. It, it would be like you I know how you know how guys. I'm gonna fuck this chick, and then when they well, what about emotion? I'm gonna spend time with that that chick. Flip it, woman. Well, I'm gonna spend time with this guy right here. Emotion, you know, your emotion. She's using you for an emotion. emotional. Emotional yeah, yeah. 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 But then it's like she's gonna fuck these other dudes, and then she's gonna cry to all the other niggas I'm fucking. Yeah. You know why are they doing this to me? And she she will never respect me. Now you can possibly annoy your way look, into the pussy. Look, but it ain't worth it. Lenny and Tyrone are giving her a ride, bro. Yeah, they're yeah, crushing her. And this happened back in the. This they, happened back in 2017. Guess what they're not doing? 2017. They're not doing nothing. Guess what they're doing? This is no called. This is called. He's like, pull up. Like, pull yeah. up. That's it. She's like, oh, yeah. He'll tell her to pull up at 2 a.m. and she she gone. She be with you. She's like, yo, she pull up. Which actually, and you want to know why I know? Because I've been Tyrone. I've been that guy. I've literally, I've literally, you know, what I'm saying a chick will be out with her friends, whatever, and I hit her up at like 2 a.m. Hey, will pull up, or I'm gonna meet you somewhere. I'm saying we go to a hotel or some shit. I'm saying and and, and get busy. You know yeah. what I'm saying? It's and, fucked up. Yeah, and you know, like, but you know, like when after I go to her, she kept on hitting my phone, like because blowing me up, call, call me fake, call me fake, and all that. You know, I just and I felt, tell you what you do. I just felt so cold. Like, you you take a deep breath, and I always tell men when it comes to standing in lane and it comes to in are you a woman? You take a deep breath and you go straight last corner. You wanted pussy from her, yes. You yes. put that shit out yeah, there. I want but see, pussy. she's going to try to shame you into, well, you shouldn't just want pussy from me. This out there, you should be there for me. Well, them other niggas who treat you like yeah, shit there yeah, for they you. Just getting, they just getting pussy. Right. You mean tell me I got to go through the goddamn aggro crack and legends of the hidden temple to yeah. hope my way to some pussy? <laughs> but this nigga just got to show up. Like he done clinched the playoffs like the Patriots the yeah. last 20 years. And he's yeah. crushing. And it's like, yo, I just felt so cold. It's just like, yo, yeah, like you whatever you say, you it's like, whatever you say. I don't give a fuck. Like I, I just kept on ignoring her at first. That, she that's just, the lane that she yeah, kept you in. Yeah, that's yeah. it's just like yo, like I'm staying in my lane. Like I don't care about you now. Like it used to be like I cared about you. Now it's like I'm at the point I don't give a fuck about you at all. Like if you die, like but can we say like, yo, like, I feel like men and women, we just we just fucking take things in at different times. It's really? like either she cares and you don't, or you care and she don't give a fuck. And then all of a sudden. Somebody flips the switch on somebody like, well, you're wrong. It's like, no, yeah, we, we obviously weren't meant for each other. Yeah, it's all, thing, but yo, so just he's still the quality though. He could be like, you know, so you got a nigga be like established all that, and a bitch will go for a nigga that has no credentials yeah, like, and nothing going for him. You know what we call that? That's a solo from KB, brother. Just cross. Like, What's good, brother? Bro. Hey, yo, lucky I ain't seen you. But hey, yo, you all, yo, Paul Troy, like, shit, congratulations, live. Oh, I got me for KB, lucky I ain't seen But you know what we call that? Because uh, we call that uh, our our catchphrase on our show, PPM. 
Poor pussy management. <laughs> That's you know, what that is. You got, you got broad. You have a bad broad. You know, have a decent job. Decent credentials, right? Is she yeah. fucking nigga that works at Walmart? Bro, they don't even drive. You want to know why? You yeah. want to know why she fucking with a dude that's at Walmart? Because he has Savage Pack, bro. He's crushing her. Oh, yeah. He's yeah, giving yeah, her yeah. that outer body experience, bro. You know what I'm saying? You know how some yeah, girls, bro, like, they make you, they make you wait? Because, you know, he, got, he just do it for her. He do it for her. He do it for her. It don't yeah. matter if he hey, got money like, or anything. You know like, why women do more good, man? Because good men pedestalize them. And oh, like, you're such a queen, this and third. And then they get beat down by the Chads and yeah. the Tyrones. Yeah. yeah. The Ch- they get beat down to the level. Yeah, not, not, not. And that's the main thing. Standing in, lane, standing in your lane is yeah. understanding fucking with the jumps that fuck with you. Yeah. So, like the jumps, yeah. any woman that truly really likes you as a man, you need to fuck with her, bro. Yeah. yeah. If you got to go out of your way, to impress, like to yeah, impress, or, or of, you guys spend a whole bunch of bread. It's not even that. Like if you if you really fuck with her, you, you're gonna do that regardless. Yeah, right? I mean, but if you have to just straight up be like, oh yeah, I'm 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 gonna blow a bag on you because I'm really trying to impress, bro. She's not for you. Bro. She's always she, gonna look at you like that. Yeah, if you leave with the wallet, they're just gonna be like, okay, where that money at? If you leave with the wallet, she's gonna expect the wallet. Quality is always gonna be better than quantity. You know what I'm saying when you have good quality chicks that really bang with you, like if you're a guy who has a rotation. You know what I'm saying if all your girls like you, or if your one chick likes you, or your one girl likes you, that is cool, bro. There's nothing wrong with that. Keep fucking with her. Learn to play your role. Stay just, your yeah, role. everywhere else, it's like, bro, just stay in lane, stay where you at. Don't even try to go out your way for it because you 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 just don't do it for it. You don't make her tingle, bro. And, and, and for the ladies looking and saying, oh, have a rotation, what's that? When's the last time y'all like her? When's the last time y'all put her on your top 100? Ladies, the second he became Stefan. Oh, bitches, panties was wet. Oh, yeah, like. <laughs> no, nah, but I mean, but but see, that's the thing. I feel like women understand the game way better than most men. Because a woman, it, she may not be sleeping with every guy, but she has multiple men in the chamber, right? Yeah, she yeah, she, she can plan her whole week of dinner out. Yeah, she has multiple. She from has the multiple, multiple men that are she multiple, constantly shooting. Yeah, she has multiple sets in the DMs ready to take her out and drop some bread. Like, exactly. Yeah, so that, she can can just be an artist, She can finesse it. Yeah, right. And we're not saying that it's about the pussy, but what I'm saying is this: What is it that I'm getting in return? It's a, it is a, some type of transaction. So what is it that I'm getting in return? And are you giving me a mental peace, a place where I can feel comfortable with you, or feel place that I can feel safe with you? And a lot of women aren't. They believe that they're good women because only because of things that are good to them. I cook, I clean, I got good pussy. Yeah. But who the fuck else is cooking and cleaning for you? I hate to go over your house and you got roaches in the front room, yeah. rats in the back. Like, you know, I live like this. Like, you give me pussy, like, if a, if a John give me pussy, and, like, emotional stability. Yeah. You know what I'm that's, that's really all I want, bro. Like, I want to be able to be vulnerable with you. you know what I'm saying, if you're supposed to be my girl, I want to be vulnerable with you. A lot of these yeah, chicks right. you get vulnerable with, and then as soon as shit goes south, it's on your face. Your your, yeah, your yeah. business oh, is all yeah. over the world. They can, they can, bro, your hurts. business is on your hurts. business is on Twitter, IG, Facebook, black. It's all over the place. You're like, damn. Well, I mean, I trusted you. I'm saying I was vulnerable with you, and this is this is how you gonna do me. So then it's like, okay, I can't even be emotionally vulnerable with these bras because then who knows when she gonna ice me, bro? You know what I'm saying? So it's like, until I get that, I don't know. 
Because I see we ran over we ran over on this one, but that's why I be like cancers and fucking Scorpios, bro. They be understanding my heart. I I'm a Scorpio. Hey, cancers are definitely. Yeah, I love cancers, bro. I'm I'm sweet for them. Here's my I guess approach when it comes to this. Just getting to know them or whatnot, talking with them. Like, like I said, I just smash chicks with men this and the third. But the thing is, because I know what she's about and I kind of gauge what she talks about where her head is. I can automatically know this is going to be the lane I, I, I'm in. This is going to be abnormal. I'm in. There was a point in time before I got my last relationship. When I say stay in my lane, I could plan out from the time I got a number, I could plan out up until we were getting into the bed together because I knew which, what my lane was. Everything, the entire cool. thing, yeah. I, could, I could plan it out in That's my cool. head and I That's knew cool. this, was, this was what was going to happen. That's icy. But now yeah. it's just you're older. So the game just adjusts a little bit more. Mm-hmm. It would be not, it would be lovely to find a woman and settle down with, be vulnerable with, et cetera, et cetera. But the thing is, a lot of women still think because they're pretty, they can run around on the, the cop carousel, you know. And the sad part is, if I if I, if I jump pretty, bro, this is how selfless I feel like I am when it comes to like when I fuck with you, right? When I fuck with you, if I'm dealing with a job and I really fuck with her. I don't mind blowing a bag on her if she fulfills that emotional stability for me. I'm saying sex that'll always be there. I'm saying we we're we're humans, male and female. We we gonna bang regardless, right? But if you can really fulfill that emotional role, because I feel like a lot of times men don't really get a chance to really open up. I'm saying, and and it's like the minute you do, it's like you're wrong for it. I'm saying so it's like you you let her open up you let you you take on all her problems yep and it's like you rarely get to kind of share with her like your issue you know what i'm saying and so it's like for me if i if i'm able to somewhat share some of my issues with you 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 don't have nothing to worry about i take care of you you know what i'm saying you could be a stay-at-home mother damn near you know what i'm saying i'll i'll look you straight you know what i'm saying I'm I'm just I'm just no, talking, I mean, but I'm saying like you you pretty much can get away with anything. You know what I'm saying? But so yeah, that other shit. Is so close. to close out on stand on your lane and whatnot. Uh, last topic. I wanted to. I didn't want you guys to be prepared for this because I wanted to just spring it on you. It's actually what you just said. Actually touched on crying and showing emotion as men. Shit. I'm, look, look, shit. look 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 look. I, look, I said it and Jamie instantly was like. Did you say I was having a baby? Like, look, <laughs> when it comes to being emotional and crying, I knew this all too well, son. Mm-hmm. Crying is showing emotion. As like, Jesus as far as showing emotion, she got to really be important. She got to really mean something. Like, she got to really show me she can handle that. Yeah. Because it's hard for me to just show that. You know what I'm saying? Like, as far as crying, I tend to cry like to myself. Maybe. Like the only time I really, the only time I really, really like truly cried, it's like, like let's say like my brother was in the hospital. Yeah. You know what I'm saying I cried about that, or like like my grandfather dying, I cried about that, or like when you guys crossed, I cried about that because it's like yo, like yeah, to watch you guys grow up before my eyes and to see that that transition, it was like yo, like I've been with these guys this long. I see their change and, and I see, yeah, I see the potential. I see where things can head. It's like, it's like, bro, like, no, homo, I just love y'all that much. Yeah. So for me, yeah. it was like, I would tear up. You know what I'm saying? I would just cry. I but you. outside of that, I hear 
You hate it. <laughs> <laughs> nah, but outside of that, <laughs> outside of that though, outside of that though, bro, it's like when it comes to like with women. Yeah, I I really don't cry unless it's by myself. I think the only time I've like when I <laughs> cried, like okay, my last serious talking to somebody, right? And we fell off. I watched her drive off, right? When she drove off, I nigga, like bro, waterfalls, bro. Like I had to run in the house because I'm like, yo, like I'm damn, I'm, I'm I, I held it in, yeah, I held it in, but it's like, yo, I can't take this no more. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I'm like in the room, just like, yo, did I just let her leave like that? That I didn't even fight for for her. I just let her go. I, I, it's like I had so many things going on in my head. So like that's when I just let it out. Like I just, I just, I'm gonna be real, bro. I, I cried with my ex, bro, like a couple times. Yeah. I'm mean, being real with y'all, like she had that power. Bro. It was like my last. Person she knew your heart, cuz. But listen, y'all, like I just go. To, I'm a gym head. I just go to the gym. She might text me something. Yo, she yeah. would text me something. It would turn my whole world upside down. I wouldn't eat. I wouldn't live. I'm like, bro, I didn't go to class. I'm like, fuck, I'd be sitting there crying, bro. Like two, maybe three hours. But I wouldn't go to class. Yo, niggas wouldn't see me. You might like my like he like 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 my mom would be gone, bro. But this like yo nowadays, yo, like fuck all that. Yeah, yeah. it's hard. It's hard now. But listen, yo, listen. One broad, yo, listen. You, you might have Ashley, Ed, you can go to Brittany, Sierra, Dana. Elizabeth don't say you said yo. Jocelyn. You gonna find you gonna you know what I'm saying? Somebody always be like sign up you may replace me. You're replaceable. Like, like this day and age 2020, replaceable. Yeah. Bro, you are replaceable as a motherfucker in 2020. I realized that like a chick can really y'all think you think you about to marry this bro. You think y'all in love. And before you know it, she, she don't gone. know you no more. Yeah. Dog. Yeah, like she, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, she's like, like she just leaves your ass on the fence and you know she goes about her business, starts fucking up other people. And low key, I can lie, it, it kind of sucks. Like, like when you vibe with a bro, like y'all vibe, y'all cooling, and the band must stop. Yeah, it's just it's like it's like imagine you imagine like you speeding right and the light is about to turn yellow. And you gotta think about crash my car and stop. You gotta stir and you gotta stop, yo. Yeah. It's like damn, it, it makes you reflect. Like damn, I really feel this bro. I had some kind of emotional attachment. Like a slight and that's what I'm saying. Cool. I realized I had attachment issues. And then that's just over. Yeah, me, yeah. Me, I've never cried over a moment. Even back like Jagged Mirror? Jack Jagged underscore mirror has never cried over a woman that I was intimate with. Jones underscore underscore the second half. Look, <laughs> I have cried straight up. Like why? Because like even yeah. even like boo hoo. With even like um with my past relationships back in like 2017, 2018, 2019. Um I never let them get so close in where they were like to the point me and my parents like really getting in like it's just it's just like we just fucking we going out base and we just fucking like and we're exclusive. It's just like, but like see, you, I know know just said, you had that business mindset. Yeah. mindset I, I always had yeah, I always had that business, I always had that business mindset. It's like I'm not gonna let them get that close to me because I don't know if it's good or bad. I don't know if it's good or bad. Like it was hard for me to pick that up because now I, I want. I personally, I do want somebody to get me there, but it's just like now, you know, accepting the red pill philosophy and all that. It's, it's real hard no, now. Knowing, like, knowing that, you know, women, they're going to do what's best for themselves. They're going to mess with multiple men. They, mm-hmm. they know how to manipulate men from sex. It's just like, how can I let, with all this now, how can I let somebody get that close to me? With, where I just, you no, know, I just told that story, you know. I took possibility that girl, of that. No, I just told I just told that story. I took that girl out on a date, you know, we had sex and all that. Now she don't want to see me no more. Just like so so you should scare her. Yeah. Yeah. Like, like, look, I'm not gonna 
Sometimes it's, it's it's the sex too. Sometimes you know what I'm saying you got to you got to give it to her if you want to yeah, stay yeah. around. Now, <laughs> now I brought I brought this topic and you got to add it thoroughly. Well, I brought it, but not as long. But um, I brought this topic up and having a conversation about it, and I feel like I let any brother know. Look, if you ever need a place to cry or anything like that, you know. You can always rap at me, et cetera, et cetera. You know, we go through shit. Men don't typically don't have a a, a homeboy. You know, they wish I cry. But, wish you died. But here, here's something. But here's something I really noticed with us. I believe that we play positions in our life when it comes to our family, and we step into different roles. So think about soul food. You had the big mama role and big mama pass. There was nobody right there at that present time to, to step in mama. and be, yeah. be big mama. Now, my father passed, and on my father's side, majority of the, the, the blood family are women. So, but the thing was, my father passed on my sister's birthday that morning. I remember getting a call. My uncle called me, and I really want to cuss him out. My first reaction to death is anger um, because I'm very logical. Why would you be calling me from his phone unless something happened to him? So, my uncle came, and, you know, we were having this and third, and then uh, I know, like, a uh, I, well, I know his father, my grandfather, when I say his, my uncle. So my mother's father had passed two years before that. And my uncle and I just kind of got closer to rapping to it and mm-hmm. don't see him crying too much. But you see, he's kind of stepped into that role of the grandfather role. And I've kind of stepped into that uncle role for where everybody speaks. And I feel like men don't get that opportunity to cry because we're always worried about other people, uh, everybody else. Yeah, let's, yeah. let's be honest. You, you got females in your family or whatnot. And or anybody who's made, you know, you got you, you you don't even realize how old you get, and then it becomes you step into the role, and now if somebody dies in our family, it's I you don't rock. Yeah, I don't I don't get yeah. the chance to express my emotions. So it's hey, are you okay? Are you okay? Are you okay? Hey, now you know what I'm doing great, and it's like you don't want to smile to be a jackass, yeah. but you just want to you want to be that rock for the rest yeah. of your family. You got to be the fence to hold everything yeah. together. The thing is, though, is like you don't ask yourself if you're okay. That's the thing, though. You never do. Yeah, you never do. Because it's like it's like my dad died. It's like everyone heard my mom. And like I'm trying to be strong. Like I'm only about thirty years. I'm like our best friend didn't die, and like you gotta be strong. Yeah, you know, and, and you don't even think about it. You don't even think about crying. You just think about work. Because as men, we're raised to be protectors. Yeah, people in my family are hurt. You said you know your mother's upset. Yeah. She yeah. yeah. So you, you gotta, gotta protect. Yeah, her. you gotta protect. And you don't even realize it. Yeah. It's cold, bro. It's a cold world. Yeah, like um, my father died. <laughs> I remember you calling me. I was like crying. You, like you, I know you remember that shit. Like, um, and I'm one, sensitive to you towards y'all niggas. Yeah, like I, shit. I, I, shit, I probably cry like probably like two gallons of tears, bro. Like, yeah, you know, yeah, that's just like um, thinking about that. I'm actually kind of tearing up a little bit right, right now, but um. Sorry, Joe. No, no, it's just real shit. Now, after, um, it's like to get over it, to get over it, right? It's just like now, I I just really don't think about no more. I have a cousin. I have a cousin that goes to Lincoln. She's my like her mom is my aunt. Like Mm -hmm. my my father, my father, and. My father, her, their brother and sister. Yeah. She talks about her mother always dying all the time. Like when like if she has like this anger about her and all that, then she always tries to say she 
when like each other, but them between me, I don't think about my father dying. I, I just can't. Like nowadays nowadays, like to be honest, like my grand my grandparents, they're about to turn 80 next year. Then they get then my mom and my mom's my mom's whole boyfriend is basically like my father. So I have a quick question. So do you do you not go ahead with your question? So do you not think about it because you're trying to avoid the hurt? And if you're trying to avoid the hurt, when do you realize that you have to hurt in order to grow? Because you gotta face the demon eventually. Yeah, like um, Yeah, like I mean, when I think about it, it's just like if I think if I start thinking about it, I'm gonna start hurting. Yeah. Because when my father my father died stage four of liver cancer. Yeah. And he also had COVID. And he also had COVID cancer as well. I never got to talk to my father before he died because me and him bite heads. Yeah. All my life. And people would tell me, and people would tell me, yo, you need to talk to your dad. You need to talk to your dad. You need to talk to your dad. My dad, I, I have, I have my, my father's number blocked. I'm blocked. Man. He texted me. He tried to call me. I didn't answer the phone to give me a call. A week later, I sent me a text. See, you know, see, I got, I got, I can preach on that because like my dad and I were beefing, and like his birthday was April thirtieth, and we we ain't talking like January until like April. Yeah, he died June third, twenty thirteen. Yeah, I said fuck the beef, yo. I'm like a jackass anyway, like a dumbass. I put the beef to the side, to the side, excuse me. And we became cool. Like my goal, yo, I was I convinced myself my head like nigga, I'm too busy Like he could die, do whatever. And I'm kind of glad I did because if I didn't, bro, I probably would, I, don't, I would probably like I'm gonna be able to function. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And it's like the day he died, I was asleep. I'm taking a shower, yo. You guys speak to my mom. We go chat, talking about sports, all the bullshit. And I was tired, bro. I was grinding. I worked talking about earlier talking about the money. Yeah, so I was getting so much money. I was in overtime, two jobs. I was in community college at the time. Yeah. Working so many jobs, yo. And then he died in the doctors. So it's kind of like, I got regret not talking to him today, yo. But I'm also thankful that, like, I didn't follow through with that. I could mess with my mind. I swear to God, I'm going to talk to him the rest of my life. I'm a man. I ain't gonna lie, if I ain't talking to my dad, Joe, I ain't gonna need that, I'm like, I'll be a rap. You, you know, something my father said to me um, growing up, um, during September 11th, he said, like, and my father just had a way, like, I, I can only really recall everybody beef at one time. And I learned so much because we hung up angry. He gave it about a half an hour and called me back. Called okay. me back. He was like, okay, now that we got that emotional system, that should we talk about this? But when 9-11 happened, my father said to me, you know, we will always say I love you, no matter how angry we are at each other. Because somebody woke up that morning, I fucking hate you. I hope you die. And they died on September 11th. And that's what, and, and I see you looking like, damn, I didn't even think about it like that. Somebody probably said some fucked up shit to somebody that they love, and now they're gone. And now you have nothing Can't to think take about. Right. I hate to go in the movies, but what's up, uh, G. Will? Um, thank you for joining us. He said, "What's up to you yesterday?" As you uh, hung off, uh, as you were getting off the phone with me, yeah, he had just walked in. What's good, boss? And, but uh, we're talking about crying and showing emotions. But the thing was, he said, "Yo, you never know." You gotta think about that. And I hate that I was saying I hate to revert movies, but what was that? Uh, Why did I get married? Part two. Yeah. When Janet chased her husband out, yeah, and second he got yeah, yeah, he, he got, got hit by the car, yeah, got, yeah, and she got, immediately started crying. And the thing is, that was a terrible cry, by the way. No, nah, it wasn't <laughs> as bad as uh, Medea goes to jail with Derek Luke crying. Oh, I hated that cry. 
But but the thing is, you never know. And I tell people I'm so thankful. And I remember I spoke at my father's funeral and I said, No, I'm going to speak. And my sisters were nervous and said, like, you know, I want to, you won't be all right. And I said, if you knew my father, Phil's been around my family, know how loving my family is. Yeah. And if you you guys ever come around my family, you'd be like, yo, like it's it's cool. My homegirl Rebecca says, yo, if you ever get a, another girlfriend, she comes around your family, she's gonna love your family with how open they are. And they will occasionally bring up my father. Oh man, your father did this. And this is just my mother's side, not even getting to my father's side of family. Yeah. That's how much they love, you know, how, how much love they have for each other. But I said this, I was like, you know, one thing I feel blessed about is the day before my father passed, our last words, I love you, I love you too. I was like, you don't know how much that means to me. The fact I got to say that one last time to him. And I joke about this because I remember doing a funeral. I said, uh, I know it's a sad moment and all, you know, but if heaven is the way we think it is, where you get up there on the clouds and there's a pearly gates and it's like, you know, uh, the, the club and the bounce. Uh, was it St. Michael or Peter is the uh, angel yeah, there checking you in? Like, oh, yeah, Tyrone, he's in the center. Jack, you know, Jack Amir, he's in. You know, I'm sure he's not going to call you by IG handle. <laughs> but I said, I said, can y'all imagine my father? Can y'all imagine my father in that line? Uh, just standing in line quietly. I was like, honestly, I can't. Because you know how my father be? I don't know what y'all looking on that list for. Y'all know damn good and well, I'm on that list. You know, I'm going to have your job by the end of the week, sir. I'm going to have your job right now. You need to hurry up get me past this line. Y'all know, y'all know good and well, Gregory E. Smith is on this list of heaven. Stop playing me. And it, and it was like, and, you know, everybody's laughing at the funeral. And I said, and then as he walks through the gate, I, I told you, I'm, I'm going to have your job by the end of the week. Hey, big man. Hey, hey, you need somebody? I, I can work the gate for you. Yeah. But we knew that's the type of energy my father brought, you know. I got a question though. It's not like it's not on topic, but like you know, like whenever you fly, you look down, like you know, like you were so high up. Yeah. People look down, like you think about your peoples. <laughs> I remember I was flying to LA and Kobe died. I thought about so much. I was looking down. I was looking down this time, like damn, you know, like niggas as close to their fathers that they're gonna get like right now. I feel like for me, my situation is very rare, right? Like I don't know where my father is right now. Um. My dad lives the life of a nomad. You know what I'm saying, like he was in, uh, he was in Vietnam. Um, and he wasn't, he's not that very tech savvy, so it's not like he would walk around with his cell phone. But I know that my father always knew how to survive. So I think when I last saw my father, he was like, I saw him at like my aunt's. You know what I'm saying? We were rekindling our relationship because you know, growing up, I idolized my father, like. I wanted to be this man. Like I wanted nothing more than just. In in a way, it's like I feared him to the point I respected him, I loved him, but I also feared him. And um, I always wanted to be pleasing to my father. If that makes sense, like I know it sounds kind of weird, but it's like I always wanted my pops to be like, "Yo, I'm proud of you." Um. But as time went on and I see how like my father started having like mental issues, you know, paranoia, schizophrenia, like whatever was going on. And we had parted ways when I left high school. And then, you know, it was a point where he was he was locked up in jail and then he was put into a, a um, the Springfield Medical Center. So there was times where, we, where I was like going through whatever he was going through. There was times where I would pretty much dip off to go visit my dad. Right. And I would get him like 
like hair grease because I know my dad, like, you know, he liked having his waves backward, you know what I mean? Just get him what he needed. And everything just seemed like it was going good. But then it's like my father would relapse. He wouldn't take his meds. He wouldn't, you know, um, I, I, I don't know. And it's just like he would just go trippy again. So I think the last time we spoke was probably like last I don't know if it's if it's like January or maybe I think it was probably January. Like I, I know he was telling me he wanted me to come get him um, from my aunts because he called me from the phone and I didn't pick up the phone because I felt like because he wasn't taking his medication and she was trying to encourage him to take his medication, I felt like he was trying to run away from his problems, and so I was hoping that by me not answering the phone. He would he would turn back around and, and, and face whatever he had going on, and I could come see him. I haven't heard from him since. I don't know where he is right now. This whole COVID situation. I'm praying that my father didn't catch that shit. I'm praying that my father is out there safe somewhere. I don't know where he is. He doesn't have a phone, and I know he don't know my number. So it's like, how can I even reach out and talk to him? I think the last time that we talked, he probably only, you know, saw my number in, in my aunt's call or whatever. And, and and sometimes I regret. It's like, damn, should I pick my dad up? But what would I have done if I picked him up? Where would I have put him? You know what I'm saying? You know like, what? You know, and go ahead. Now, nah, go ahead and finish. No, nah, and it's just like, you know, I just didn't know necessarily. I didn't necessarily know what to do. And that's a burden that I carry on my back. You know what I'm saying? Oh, oh. I say this to you, like I say to anybody else. My my house is definitely a safe space for anybody who just needs to come out and shut out, you know, any kind of rap. And it's beyond the podcast, y'all. Um, my grandfather did the same thing. My the uncle always talking about his father did the same thing, and it's a stubbornness because they're not used to people taking care of them. So to them, it's I'm not having nobody take care. I'm, I'm strong, you know. Yeah. It's that old fashioned man because yeah. that old fashioned man that we had. It was too massive. Yeah, yeah, that's what it is. And what you were saying about not want to deal with certain, you know, shit when it comes to him, my uncle, his his brother, my other uncle, Uncle K, he had he always carried some issue with his father, my grandfather. He always carried some issue. And I said, as my grandfather was in a bed and he was in um not hospice yet, but uh those old people homes. Yeah, he I said to my uncle Jay, I was like, "Yo, Uncle K's gonna cry the hardest, yo, out of everybody." And I know that ass closest. Yeah, I was like, "I know he's closest with you, Uncle Jay. You know that is close to you." But I was like, "Yo, Uncle K is gonna cry the hardest because he he talked bad to him or whatnot, and he had his reasons that he did that." I was like, "He's gonna cry the hardest." And sure enough, as our grandfather passed. He's at her, he's at the uh, old people home and he just walks out. Man, I ain't dealing with this shit. You know, I ain't dealing with shit and just walks out and and I, you know, I'm young and whatnot. And this was like my level up to the next position in the family. I'm all there and you see my uncles. I'm a I may be a soccer dude. My uncles are like twice my size. This dude, he cries in my arm. He, you know, he just was pacing back for outside and just starts crying in my arm. And I tell people when you're wrong, you apologize. When you're right, you shut up. I'm not gonna say, dog, I told you you showed you did it. Nah, nah, that ain't time for that. My thing is dog, you just need he just needed somebody there for him. But 
to him, he had so many regrets. And we knew that. And my Uncle Jay and I, when we speak about it, he was like, we know that's what he was upset about, the way he is treatment or whatnot. Because as men, we put our stubbornness in a way, and then we say, fuck crime, fuck show emotions, and stuff like that. But dog, you need a space for that. But at, at, at one of my jobs right now, a lot of teachers come to me as a per, as a senior, like, yo, when it comes to dealing with emotions and all that. And I'm like, yo, like, now this is my third year, but at the time we were in school, it was my second year. I'm like, yo, I'm only a second year teacher. They was like, no, the way you just handle your emotions. I'm like, yo, I pick a day out of the week and I just focus on myself. I turn from my phone, do not disturb, long, nice hot shower, nice hot bath, and I just take care of myself. I got emotions and I just focus on what it is for me, what's best for me. But I say, you know, Gentlemen, if y'all ever need somebody to rap to, you know, I'm always here for you. Hey, man. Again, bro, like, you know, I don't want to say I'm the, like I said, like, I I don't want to say I'm the sensitive one of the group, but, yeah, like, you can always cry to me, yo. Like, I'd probably cry with you because I'm a super strong empath, I'm saying, as much as I, you know, I may sometimes have a tough exterior, you know what I'm saying? I don't want to like get too deep, but I'm naturally a deaf person. So like when I feel people's pain, mm-hmm. I really um, identify with it and I, I, I take it on to myself. I shouldn't, but I do. And um, yeah, man, like we brothers at the end of the day. Um, I, I mean, it was great. I mean, I think we can wrap it up once again. This is uh, KG. It's your boy Phil, bless okay. underscore 193. Right, special guest. Underscore man. It's uh. You crying? It's Ty, yo. Niggas crying? But yeah, nah. Yeah, way on national social distance, yo. Numbers is going up. And remember, brothers, this this podcast is a safe space yeah. for you guys. Anytime. Stay positive, test negative. And strap up, yo. Let the coochies smell right.